Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Encrypted Owl podcast. I'm your host, Ben Shine, and I'm coming to you with another new episode. I say another new episode, but it has been a while since we last were able to record an episode, and I'm really excited to share everything that's been happening over the past few months. There has been a lot going on, and I just needed to take a good break uh, from providing new content. But here we are. It's Saturday, uh, February 18th, and I'm really looking forward to sharing everything with you. So the last time I recorded an episode was talking about Network Plus and Network Plus. I've been coming. I've come such a far way, uh, such a long way since Network Plus. Um, I, w- I actually passed the Network Plus exam on my first try. Uh, I'll share some of the study tactics that I used, and I actually passed my Security Plus on my first try as well. Uh, Network Plus was towards the end of December, and Security Plus was towards the end of January. And I've really wanted to sit down and I tried to actually sit down with my co-host and record an episode, but we accidentally hit the wrong button and recorded 30 minutes of just me talking. And as great as it is with me talking, I really wanted to include him as well. So I'm hoping that we can get another episode with our co-host, Joshua Santos. Really hope that we can get him back on here and um, I'll introduce him to everyone. Really looking forward to that. But looking back... um, Network Plus, it was a really, really difficult exam. I'm not going to lie and say that it was easy studying material. It's a lot of content. Some even say it's harder than Security Plus. It's harder than a lot of the exams out there. But it is a foundation. And it's hard if you're new to the field. If you're new to IT, if you're new to cybersecurity, if you don't have any of the foundations, this is where you get all of those foundations. And everything, not everything, but a good amount of things in Network Plus actually help when you do get to the security plus exam that's kind of the gold standard as far as foundational level certifications are are concerned um obviously sans uh sans certifications are great as well they are a bit expensive so if you're looking for the more cost effective option and if it's a part of your degree program like mine uh security plus is a great way to go a lot of a lot of employers out there do look for a security plus certification so definitely something to consider but network plus learning the protocols learning really have to think back in my mind taking the and i think the biggest thing that helped me i have to give a big shout out to professor messer the exam of he actually recommended that you take the exam objectives and check them off as a checklist one by one and i did this with both the network plus and security plus exams now comptia does an excellent job at providing a this the same framework of the exam across their A plus, Net plus, Security plus. I'm not a hundred percent sure about Linux plus and some of the other CompTIA certs out there. I'm assuming they follow the same the same guys, but it, they do a good job at giving you that foundational information and testing you on what you need to know. Um, using that using the exam objectives as a study guide, I think really was the make it or break it for me on passing on my first try or having to retake it with uh through my through my degree program so um it was a lot of dry material to be honest with you i found when i got to security plus i was a lot more interested since that's really the route that i'm i'm going towards that's my career path is towards a more security my a security focused mindset and a security focused career so network plus was dry and it was difficult but if you push through it Professor Messer is an excellent resource. Uh, he has a lot of free content. Actually, all his content is free, minus um, the course notes and uh, practice exams. 
I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the practice exams are primarily for the Security Plus. I think he has them for Net Plus as well. But his course notes are essential. So if you have the extra money and you're willing to put $20 into his course notes, I would highly recommend it without question. Then passing Net Plus, I went straight into Security Plus. Uh, I actually I, I was able to get enrolled right before I took my exam so that I was able to dive right in. And Security Plus, I took it and ran with it. Learning everything, learning everything from, um, from your basic security protocols to cybersecurity frameworks, really using that exam objective, using those exam objectives and going one by one, making sure you're checking off what you know and what you don't know before you start. And then at the end, going back and checking off what you know or what you need to freshen up on, that was really helpful. And course notes were essential from Professor Messer. Um, oh, I didn't mention, for, so for Network Plus, I actually use Mike Myers' uh, video course. Mike Myers, you are excellent. I really love your content. And Joe Rom was actually who he uh, he co-hosted that secure the, the Network Plus uh, video series with. Great work, great material. Uh, I did go back and uh, watch some of Messer's. Um, I, used, I used Professor Messer's uh, content, his videos, as fill in the gaps. I also use network chucks to understand um, network chuck to understand subnetting. Definitely essential. Uh, subnetting is <laughs> when I think back to the exam. I had one question on subnetting, and I studied so hard for subnetting, and I never even used it. So definitely, it's important to know, but really focus on those exam object objectives, and you'll do just great. Uh, Security Plus. I used uh, Jason Dion's uh, lecture series. I used Professor Master's videos to fill in the gaps. And I used the exam objectives. So I, so I think I've said exam, exam objectives four times now. But I want to drive that point home that use them to your advantage. It is a checklist of what you know. And taking the Security Plus exam was, it was difficult. But it was definitely a lot, in my opinion, it was a lot easier than the Network Plus. Because going into Network Plus, I had my knowledge and foundational knowledge from A+, but I had never actually had any experience in the field. So I was going off of everything that I already knew, and I was learning everything from scratch. But one thing that I did do was I bought a, a network toolkit. Uh, you know, it has a, a wire crimper, or a, um, not wire crimper, it's a, um, it has a crimper, it has all the things that you need to... Uh, create a create an Ethernet an Ethernet cord that was just really helpful just to like really get a hands on a hands on view of things, but it's not necessary. But it was just something really cool I wanted to buy just so I could un so when I'm really learning about the um, the T five thirty eight A versus T five thirty eight B, I think I'm saying that right. I'm gonna look this up real quick. Yeah, I'm right. So it's the T thirty five thirty eight A versus T five thirty eight B, and the um, what's supposed to work. Uh, trying that on my own was really helpful when I did get a question on the exam for one of the PBQs. So really, um, really helpful with that. But with Security Plus, um, it, you know, you just got to put the time in to study. At, at the end of the day, and using all the resources that you can, I joined a study group on Discord. I reached out to some of the some of my peers that I knew had already taken the exam, and I asked them what they did on their exam. I used everything I could, and I passed on the first try. And uh, that's why I, I was actually I was planning on doing a show right after Security Plus, but 
knowing myself, I dove right into the uh, ISC squared SSCP, and that is what I'm currently working on. That certification is extremely similar to Security Plus, and even the lecture series that I'm using is through LinkedIn Learning. If you are a WGU student, you have access to everything that I just mentioned. You have access to Udemy through the corporate account that WGU provides. Reach out to your advisor if you don't if you haven't been using that. You also have access to LinkedIn Learning. Like through WGU's platform, I was actually able to um, when I went to like to do the video lecture series, it took me to LinkedIn Learning, and I actually had to delete my account, recreate it. It was a little bit of a mess, but his, his everything he was doing and so far everything he's been doing in SSCP has been almost the same as Security Plus. He even actually slipped up and said, uh, uh, "While you're studying for your Security Plus exam." And I just chuckled to myself thinking, oh, this is the SSCP. It's very, a lot of the same concepts. If you took my recommendation, if you're going through the um, BS and cybersecurity and information assurance program, I would highly recommend doing Security Plus then SSCP. I know they put SSCP later on in your course progression, but if you're like me and you like to fly through these courses and you like to learn and you just like to continuously push towards it, it's definitely something that you can do. Now, ISC Squared has a few rules and a few quirks about their exams. So when you do schedule the exam, you actually can't reschedule it without paying $50. So be very careful on, uh, don't just go ahead and schedule it. And if you know that you have something coming up or if you, if you have work or things like that, be very careful. You don't want to just go ahead and schedule it and then have to pay 50 bucks just to fix it. And, uh, I've been going through SSCP and uh, actually in my in my primary job, which I'll talk about my new job in a few minutes, but in my primary job, we started recruiting and recruiting season for me and for my team is the busiest time of our year. So I've had to put a lot of the things that I was doing to the side and focus on recruiting and I am on our offers team. So that was really taking up uh, a lot more time than it was during the off season. So my goal when I started the off season back in October, so October October 15th through December 7th is the insurance off season. Uh, or I'm sorry, it's the insurance busy season. It's the recruiting off season if you're recruiting an in insurance. So during my off season, I was able to get the CompTIA trifecta. I was able to get the A+, Network+, and Security+, certifications. And I'm really proud of myself. It took a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of long nights, a lot of testing myself, quizzing myself, watching videos, and just doing everything I can to pass. And more importantly, I really do want to touch on this. A lot of people think that getting a certification means that you're going to get a job, right? No, 100%. Uh, they will, it will help you get put your resume to the front of the stack if you have certifications. But the certifications, you should be using those to as like an indicator saying that you understand the material. Because if you just fly through the certification, get the cert and say, oh, yeah, I'm SEC Plus certified. But then you get into your actual technical interview and they're asking good questions and you have no idea what they're talking about. What good have you done? You won't get the job because you proved that you flew through the cert and you didn't actually learn the material. So I talk about certs a lot. At the end of the day, my certs are required for my cybersecurity degree for Western governors, but you don't necessarily need certs to get a job. 
And I do want to talk about my new role. <clears throat> the reason I have been a little MIA over the past few months is focusing on the certifications, but I, <laughs> I narrowed it down to um, where I actually found the job opening. But on January 11th, I applied to a company called Corvid Technologies. And I went through a, uh, the interview process. I had three interviews and then they offered me the role as a support analyst. And I'm really excited to get started with Corvid. I'll be starting with them on uh, February 27th. And it's possible to, it's possible to get the biggest challenge that people have breaking into cybersecurity is trying to get their first job without any experience. And I am living proof that you can do it if you put the time in, if you put the effort in and networking and we're not, not uh, technical networking, but networking on social media, such as LinkedIn is an excellent way to get your name out there. Um, a lot of people reached out to me after I um, announced on LinkedIn that I accepted the role and they said, oh, my company uses Corvid, uh, Corvid Tech or Corvid Cyber Defense, um, used our SaaS platform and we really love it. And I got a lot of feedback, so I, I really feel like I made a good decision. But at the end of the day, if you put the time in, if you put the effort in, if you network properly, and if you get the certifications for the right reasons, and you put your, you show that you can do the job that they that the companies are hiring for, you have every shot to get it. And just because you go on LinkedIn and you see that 250 people applied to this role, you know what? 249 of them might not have been a good fit and you could be the one person that they're looking for. Now, resume building, uh, interview practices, uh, really like getting your first job in cyber is not an easy feat. And I highly recommend um, Kev Tech. He, Kevin, um, I'm going to butcher your last name. I'm so sorry. I think it's Kevin Apolinario. I'm looking it up right now just so I don't say this wrong. Yep, Kevin Apolinario. He is a uh, he goes by KevTech IT support. He has an excellent YouTube channel. I used I used his information to study for my for my interviews, and I used his material. So definitely, Kevin, you rock! Thank you so much for everything you've done. Uh, fun little story. I uh, <laughs> I had an interview uh, about a month ago, month and a half ago. It was my first interview that I did for an IT help desk role. And I reached out to, I was, I'm connected with him on LinkedIn and I reached out to Kevin and I said, Kevin, I, I really don't know what to do. Can you help me out with my first, uh, I have my first tech interview and blah, blah, blah. And he said, have you checked out my YouTube channel? I said, to be honest with you, no, I'm going to go look at that right now. <laughs> and I went to his YouTube channel and the materials are like the, the, the supportive information was endless. And I just sat there and watched video after video interview tactic after interview tactic, how to answer technical questions. And honestly, I wasn't asked many technical questions in, in my interviews, but I was able to answer in the way that he provided showing what they're going to be asking for when you actually get started with these companies or when you actually interview for these roles. So uh, Kevin is a great resource. Please uh, connect with him on LinkedIn, uh, follow his YouTube channel. Um, really, he's a, he also, oh, the other thing he has is an Udemy course. Um, it's called IT Support Technical Skills Help Desk. Definitely recommend that. And if you're at WGU, you do have access to Udemy for free. So definitely follow or join that class. Thank you again, Kevin. I really appreciate it. And um, 
yeah, it's been a wild ride over the past few months. Oh, one other little uh, one, other, one other little anecdote I wanted to mention. I took the Microsoft uh, Ignite Skills Challenge back in November, and I got a free um, a free voucher to take the SC two hundred certification, and I absolutely bombed it. I well, I can't even say that I didn't do terribly. I think I got a five eighty nine. But when I was going through it, I realized that I was doing so much with all the other certifications out there that I wasn't studying the right way for that certification. So I took it just because I had the free certification. And you know what? One day, if I if I work for a company or even if my current company requires that you have the SC200, I know how to study for it now. And I know what I, I know what I need to do to put the time in to actually pass that certification exam. But if you get those opportunities out there, Microsoft, Amazon Web Services, they all offer um, these challenges where you can get free vouchers to take these certifications. S obviously study for it. Clearly, I didn't study enough. And I had actually just come back from a work trip uh, the, the day before I took it. So that wasn't a good idea. But definitely go, to go for it. The worst thing you could do is fail. And it's free, so you're not wasting the money. But really putting the time and effort into these certification exams to get the certification showing that you know you have the knowledge to apply that certification it's essential and for this role when i actually so with the with my new job on, that i'm starting with corvid the two things that really stuck out to me in their description is they um i loved everything that they were saying were the requirements it was exactly what i was looking for but their recommended qualifications included a network plus certification and security plus and they also said a certified ethical hacker uh, i think this uh, G gsi i'm saying that wrong gaic certification i don't have those but i had two i had at least two of the certifications so i saw that i fit two of the i checked two of the boxes so i was like let's go for it i didn't think anything would come would come out of it and then i got a call one day it was just a recruiter doing a phone screen and then the phone screen led to a second interview, second interview to a third interview. And I had my final interview on site with the COO. So it went really well. Just because you don't check off my, my point by this saying is just because you don't check all the boxes doesn't mean you shouldn't at least try. Go for it. Apply. The worst thing you'll get is a thank you for applying. We've decided to move on with another candidate. But the best thing that can happen is you get a recruiter call you. You get a hiring manager call you. So really put yourself out there, put the time and effort into these certifications, into the learning the knowledge or learning the material and gaining the knowledge and the jobs will come. And now um, once I get started here, sky's the limit. I'm in cybersecurity now, everyone. Really excited. And I want to thank everyone that has followed me on LinkedIn. Oh, I just hit 4,000 followers. That's another big, uh, big, uh, what's the word? Uh, <laughs> it's a big announcement. Um, thank you for everyone that has supported me over the past 10 months while I've been going through this journey. And I, I look forward to keep, I keep uh, breaking ceilings and I look forward to continuing to gain more knowledge, get more certifications and to really start getting experience in cybersecurity. It's not impossible, but it's also not, this is not the easiest path in the world. If you're looking for an easy, an easy path to make easy money, this is not the place for you. But if you really do have a passion for cybersecurity and you want to get into this field, I'm living proof it's definitely possible. Thanks so much for listening. 
I'm hoping to have another episode for you next Saturday, uh, the weekend before I actually get started in my new role. And uh, stay safe out there, everyone. Thanks for listening.